the fantasy's finest fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We got another brand spanking new episode of the fantasy's finest podcast for you guys. I know that y'all was watching the football games on Sunday, and y'all saw how my Cowboys came in and kicked the Panthers behind. You a nut, dog. Yeah, you a nut. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. They was talking like, oh, you know, the Panthers defense is the best in the league. Guess what? We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we was stomping on them little kittens, man. It was great. I, yo, that um I don't know yeah, I don't know if you saw the video. I think I sent it to you on TikTok. But um oh, shout out to my guy Patrick Walker from CBS Sports, because he sent me the, I asked him to send me the video for the, uh, the Monte KZ uh, t- hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Terry yeah. Trimble, mm-hmm. uh, the boy, whatever the boy, it don't matter what his name is, because he was dirt, because he was killing him. <laughs> he came across the middle, because he was like, nope. Oh, that's another thing. NFL, y'all got to do better. That was not a penalty. That was a clean hit. That was a penalty, dude. Him. That was a penalty, man. Yeah, that was not was a penalty. penalty. That was a good penalty, dude. No, Come you, on, dude. You Seriously. Just, you just a hater. That's no, I'm not a hater, man. You just look at you look at it, man. It's like, you know what? You're right. That was a good call, man. That was not a good call. That was a good call, dude. If no, there was no helmet to helmet. It was no. That was something you like you gotta look, you gotta look it through a microscope, man. It was good, clean. No, first, well, here's the thing, okay? You know what I mean? It's like I guess in that general area, like that hitbox, man. We we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, you might as well go ahead and throw a flag on that, dude. Seriously, nah, it was right trying, in that general area, man. I'm not trying to hear none of that. I, I, I'm just saying, dude. Nah, listen, that, y'all, 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 y'all won't play the dirty, man. You know what I mean? I feel was, y'all, but oh, it's dirty now. It's dirty, cause <laughs> you know what I mean. But you know, I, I, I digress, cause you know. <laughs> I mean, we the Cowboys did they think that hit wasn't dirty, but I had to do a little remix to the video, so you can check that out on my Twitter account. Um, <laughs> it's, it's blowing up right now on uh, TikTok and uh, Twitter, so that that was fun to make. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, yeah. that boy's gone. <laughs> yeah, I got to I gotta touch that up. <laughs> but it, it was a great win, man. Uh, Cowboys are 3-1, and one, sitting on top of the division, looking down on everybody. And I like it. Oh, Giants fans came out of the woodwork because they got a W this weekend. How about that, man? Talking about we want Dallas. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get out of here with that. You don't want no parts of us. <laughs> Listen, right after now. one win, after one win, man, it gives them that energy because that's all they need. They know what they got, man. They see that Saquon Barkley re, like reemergence, cause you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I'm they actually, know it. I'm actually happy for that because um, I've said this before in the podcast. One of my concerns coming out was Saquon Barkley and whether or not they were going to get him involved sooner rather than later. But Mm -hmm. they did the right thing. They waited for him to get his knee right, for him to feel comfortable, and now he's looking dangerous. Exactly. I like that. Um, But what happened to to your My Little Ponies, dog? Come on, man. Seriously, dog? That John was. The Ravens showed up. The Big Bad Ravens showed up. The a good team. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we, listen, nah, we 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 were we were already plagued with injuries, cause, and I'm like, dude, this is not going to last, man. I mean, me, me missing people. We we two two of our guards, you know, what I mean, was already out, man. Uh, Glasgow and and uh, uh, God, what's up, dude's name? But we had the, two of our dar- uh, uh, guards was already out, and you can see the product of what happened, dude. Now Bridgewater's uh, pretty much good because we, again, we have so many holes right now in that line, man. Now that. It, I was like, once we once we had the injury report, 
of our guards getting out uh was not playing that day and i was like this is not gonna be good man it's not gonna be good i don't like that man it's gonna be it's gonna be stupid you know i rather kind of throw in lock just to get hit around that day or something <laughs> to just just experiment with the line and, and to see what's up man because the way bridgewater was getting thrown around man i was like you gotta be kidding me man yeah, like seriously yeah. so it, it's just you know, like game. I said, we, we plague with injuries and more injuries, and now hopefully we'll see what happens with uh, the news with Bridgewater's, uh, you know, concussion protocol and kind of crap like that, man. But you know, it is what it is, man. It's, but it's, you know, it's football. You know who had the Baltimore Ravens for that game? Me. You a nut, dog. Me. You a nut, man. I yeah, am. of course you did. Yeah, of course you did. And man. you You're went just a hater, dog. You went homer. Now, if you're new to the show. We're talking about we've been doing our pick'ems since week two. We didn't we weren't all together on the show to do uh our pick'ems for week one. So and we missed last week. We had a bunch of nonsense happen, so we couldn't get our show up for uh the shows up for last week. So we're gonna recap you with our week threes, our week three pick'ems, how they came out, and um our week fours, our week four pick'ems. We're gonna talk about them real quick. Because I got the Ravens. And I just of course need, you did. Dog. I need the Come Chargers. On. I need the Chargers to get a W. Well, when well, I just drops, want the Chargers to get a yeah, I just want the Chargers to get the W just because I, I can't I can't stand the Raiders, man, with all my guts, dude. Like seriously, <laughs> I can't stand them, man. Well, for this, real. When this episode drops, we'll get well. You know, this is being recorded on Monday night, so and we're watching the game while we be we're recording it too. We just know, watching right? the game at the same time. So yeah, yeah for real, so, man. I don't know. We looking kind of tight in this week. Um, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. A couple L's in, so we'll get into we'll get into who we pick uh, for week week four pickums. But the week three dogs, they got to here, man. You were trash. Get the heck out of here, man. You Come on, the dog. Giants, Kansas City. First of all, Pittsburgh, first of all, me. First nah, of all, first of all, me and Jalen. All right, shout out to Ace. Me and Jalen picked the Giants, man, because it is it's the Falcons against the Giants. We need to talk about. A face-off against between two of the wackest quarterbacks, man. Of course, I'm, dude, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Danny Boy, man. You know what I mean? I think Danny Boy had a little edge. He just messed up. You know what I mean? Like Danny Boy just messed up. Who knew? Why would you pick the Chargers over the Chiefs, man? You know what I mean? What 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 came over your head to pick the Chargers over the Chiefs, dude? I, I just felt it, man. I, it I, felt it, I dude. Was like I was looking at the game and I'm like, Kansas City Chiefs defense is kind of like. Swiss cheese right now. You it's must be out your mind. Herbert cooking. Right, but between the offensive like like strike between both the quarterbacks, man, you come on, dude. I don't you know, know I the just, cheese. I just felt like Herbert's on a roll. The the Chargers offense is looking really good. The you know, Mahomes and them, they they look okay. They look good. But it was just something about that game. It was like, all right, it's a division game. Everybody gonna pick the Chiefs. Nah, I'm not picking the Chiefs this game. I'm picking I'm picking the Chargers. And it worked. That Jones whack. You going you gonna pick the Bears over the Browns? Cause okay, that, now that no was sense. that was a that was a bummy. I thought that. How did I know that Matt Nagy was going to send out Justin Fields like that <laughs> to be a sacrificial lamb? For, exactly for the revival of Andy Dalton. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> we offer him to you, Dalton. Yo, for real, man. That don't make no sense, cause seriously. But that you was know? that was my only. I only had Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Seattle as my misses. You, right. on the other hand, why would you pick Miami against the the Raiders? Because the Raiders are frauds, dog. 
the Raiders, the Raiders are frauds. And anybody's watching this that or listening to this the next episode and all that who are Raiders fans, y'all know. Y'all are some frauds, dog. For real. Raiders, and we're watching the Raiders right now, man. And, and again, like I said, the Chargers are smacking them up as they should. And watch the, you know, once we end this episode and the Raiders come back to win, as I swear to No, don't gonna make, do it's that. Gonna piss me I, off, I, dude. I, I want it's my Chargers to pick the land. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all pick the Chargers, to be honest with you, man. So it's like the record's gonna stay the same for the Pickums, you know? Yeah. But but dog, I, I just I just can't stand the Raiders. I can't stand the Raiders. I can't stand Raiders fans. All right. You know what I mean? Like it's but yeah, man, now, come on. That's why I said Miami had a good shot, dude. They they could have, they could have, really, they could have. I got two more for you, and then I'll get, I'll run down the totals um, for the for week three. I gotta ask you one more thing. Did you believe that the that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers weren't going to be able were going to be able to beat the Rams? I, dude, come on. If you if you if you if you ask Twitter, right? If you ask Twitter, they say, hey, listen. Um, well, we can't Twitter, ask him now. Hindsight, you can't. Yeah, hindsight you, yeah, you can't ask him now. But, but honestly, if you would, if you would ask him, if you would put a poll right then and there, and I think we should do that, like later, like for the future picks and all that, just to see. But if you would have said, "Hey, Tampa Bay against the Rams," come on, you can't say no. You cannot say no to Tom, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Between, but it's a face off between Maddie and and Tom. Tom come on, I I got you. But I was like, nah. If we if we shredding them up. If the Cowboys shred them up week one, the Rams going to go in on them boys. That secondary is looking like nah, looking no, like lunch meat. No, man. Listen, nah. Rams, <laughs> they came into the game. They were salivating. They was like, oh, Bucks defense ain't got no secondary back there. They're giving the ball to yards. And that's why they got uh, <laughs> they brought the bull back from the dead, man. Yep, oh, Sherman! I was like, I was like, they go. That's why they bring Sherman back from the dead. Yeah, I was like, was dog, like, we need somebody back here. Yo, <laughs> well, listen, but I mean, like, I'm looking at again. I'm looking at offensive shootouts, man. I'm like, come on, Stafford against Brady, man. Like, dude, like, really? But again, like I said, that's going against a top notch, uh, top five defense of the Rams for sure. You know, I'm mean, against like I don't know what what guys the Bucks defense is is you know laughable for, you know, but it's not laughable. On, but there's a there's a chink in the armor now, and they're trying to fix it. Yeah, yeah, Between for sure. Injuries and and not good play. Yeah, <laughs> not good play. It, it, it's just it's just the way that Maddie was uh really uh being technical out there, man, against that defense, man, was uh was pretty phenomenal, dude. So I'm like, yo. Come on, Brady! Like, dog, you supposed to be you supposed to be uh, you know live a legacy, man. You know what I mean? Like, you, come on. What I'll say is, for week three, you might need to hand over that swami hat, my boy. Now get out of here. Thirteen and three was the big guy's record for week wag. three. Coming in at last place, nine and seven. <laughs> <laughs> Mark was nine and seven. And Listen, 12 and four. All I'm saying is that this is still early. We still got a lot of football games left to play, and I guarantee you, dude, it's going to come down to the wire. You go and you're going to see. Listen, for those that are listening, cuz you, you're going to see hype finders. Go ahead and, tw- and tw- uh, tweet him right now. He's going to be sweating. I guarantee <laughs> you that, man. Week 16, 17, my man's going to be sweating, cuz I get. Listen, watch. He's going to he's going to pick the wrong ones. It's going to creep back up. You know. Uh, Jalen going to pick some more wrong ones, I know for sure, because, you know what I mean? And then the Swami's going to return. That's all I'm saying, man. We still got more football left, man. I'm feeling it right now. I'm I'm, kind of hot right now. I don't know if this is going to happen like you think it is. Man, please, man. Man, please. Listen, look look at this week right now, week four. 
You know what I mean? Even though we all got like the same amount of like wrongs. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, we do. You know, it's uh it's uh but but again, there's there's some there's some hope. There's some hope, there's some potential, man. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens <laughs> as the season goes down. We'll see what's going on, you know what I mean? We'll see. <sighs> but, but let's get into the episode. In this one, we're gonna be helping you guys out with our through the wire week five waiver ads, and we're gonna throw in some buy low trade targets that you should be looking at to help your fantasy teams out. We know that at this point. Maybe because the the season's an extra game longer, we probably should have did this in week four. But like I said, shenanigans happen. But you may be staring down a zero and four record or one and three record right now. Don't hmm. panic. There's still time to fix it. There's still a way out. So don't lose hope. We got you covered with some guys you need to get out of your get on your waivers and some buy low targets. Trying to make them trades in time to get your GM on. But before we get into that, you know what you got to do. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy's Finest. You can follow us, the host, hype underscore finest for me, ace underscore ECA4 for Jalen. And Mark, you can follow him on Twitter at McNux, M-C-K-N-U-X. Hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platforms like Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Odyssey better hit me back because I did sign up for that too. So I'm waiting for Odyssey. They ain't gonna get it. They, they ain't, man, they ain't gonna love. reach out, man. They ain't gonna reach out. Matter of fact, let me go check my email after this show. They tri- <laughs> <laughs> like I want to get on there too. But you know what you got to do. Follow us on our social medias. You can follow us on Instagram and, tw- and uh, Facebook too, if it's still on. Because did you see that report about Facebook being shut? Yeah, down? Yeah, it's gonna shut down. It just got back up now, so it's working back up. Yeah, man. They was probably yep. wiping their hard drives because of that. Whistleblower. Every yeah, you ain't lying, dude. Everything was working. That's why Twitter was bumping too. I was like, man, yeah. okay, everybody, everybody putting out tweets all of a sudden, man, like an increase in tweets. I'm like, okay, all everybody, right. Everybody 35 and up was on was on Facebook, and when it went down, he's like, oh well, I might as well go to Twitter now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. But let's get into the episode, and you know where we got to go first. The news. <laughs> News and notes from around the NFL. Okay, first up, tons of injuries coming out of last week, well, week four. The Bengals, Joe Mixon, his ankle injured, but he's considered day-to-day per head coach Zach Taylor. Um, Initial reports from ESPN's Adam Schefter, like y'all don't know who he is, reported (laughs) that the running back, Joe Mixon was considered week to week with the injury, but Zach Taylor came out on Monday and stated that he's more optimistic and he's more day to day. First of all, who cares? Because here's the thing, man. <laughs> I, Joe Mixon has always been a thorn in my side for the last few fantasy seasons. I can't stand him because you know what I'm saying. So we want if we could talk, I mean, listen. We I know we're gonna talk about like buy buy low and all that too. That you add him when he comes back. You know what I'm saying? Add him like, for real. I could I cannot stand Joe Mixon. For the life of me, dog. If you have Joe Mixon, listen, I pray for y'all, man. Listen, you, you make that trade early on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't trust Joe. I don't trust him. Dog. He, the dude gets my nerves every single season, man, that he's playing. And I, and I end up getting him, and I have to get him. You know what I mean? And he ends up being a bust, man, for real. Now, one of my homies sent me a trade. We was going to do a trade last week. Um, Joe Mixon and George Kittle for Dalvin Cook. And I thought about it. Mm. And I was like, you know, I was kind of on the fence. 
And then he was like, you know, no, we're not going to do it this week. We'll do it next week. And then, and I'm not trying <laughs> to clown because, you know, because I was at the point now where for my fantasy team, because this is one of my squads that's like 0-3. This right. one's not doing good. So I'm like, I got to make a move to try and bring some life to the squad. And then Joe Mixon went down. I'm like, mm, nah, <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. Because remember, right, right. I think it was last season or this the season before. I think it was last season. He had an ankle injury and then ended up missing the next 10 games. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of that. Not not to give up Dalvin Cook. Nah, so the, no. The trade kind of fell through. I mean, we was working on something and then the trade kind of fell through. Well, let's keep it moving. The Bears, David Montgomery left Sunday's game with a knee injury, not considered a torn ACL because that's what the fear was. Early reports were that he avoided a torn ACL, but it's a significant knee injury. He uh, was helped off the field during the Detroit Lions game. Um, the Lions, I'm sorry, not the Lions. They're not, the Bears aren't planning to give an update on Montgomery's status until Wednesday. Why is this an issue? Because waivers kick in before Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll kick in. You put your waivers claim in, and they'll kick in on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. But we won't know what his status will be. But we'll get into that a little bit later down the road since we're doing waivers today. Yeah. The Bucks lose Rob Gronkowski. He missed week four. <sighs> uh, yeah, that was a hurt piece. Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Yo, he was like Iron Man for my fantasy squads. For sure. Yo, he's sheesh he's he missed week four against the patriots and he has a rib injury he's expected to miss multiple weeks he had an initial x-ray which came back clean but a follow-up mri revealed both fractures and a punctured lung per adam Schefter. dang going man so he's gonna be out for a little while and he was leading of course he was leading the tight ends as usual man but but come on but you know he was washed so how was he washed? That's what people told. That's what people what told me last year. Come on, dog. See, people yeah, listen, dude. Social to media the greater majority, yeah. Social media, man. To the greater majority, man. You gotta. You serious, dude? You don't understand the chemistry, cause with the right chemistry, man. Even the oldest tight. Listen, man, man, come on. Nobody wanted to hear that. Get get the heck out of here. They told me man. last year I was stupid for putting him in my top ten, and he finished. Oh, yeah. And yeah, look <laughs> at him now. <laughs> and he was cooking. All right, let's we're gonna run down the last couple of these. Dolphins wide receiver Will Fuller suffered a broken finger. He's yeah, considered favorite, week to week. Yeah. Washington's Logan Thomas left Sunday's game with a hamstring injury. He's considered week to week. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G was knocked out of Sunday's game with a calf injury. Trey okay, Lee. who cares? Who cares, dog? Jimmy, nobody's starting Jimmy G, dog. Nobody I mean, start him, dude. If you got a two quarterback league, you might be giving him some play. No, you nobody's starting. Look at look at the uh the, the percentage of uh, people that picked him up, man. It's probably in the teens. <laughs> because I guarantee you, dude, nobody's starting Jimmy G. You gotta do Jimmy like that, man. Now look, now get out of here, man. Cold, but go ahead, cuz <laughs> Jaguars lose DJ Chark for the season with a mm. fractured ankle. That was nasty. Yeah. I watched the Thursday night game, man. When he got rolled up, I was like, <gasps> Oh no, dude, dude, listen. That, if, but you know what though? I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I if, see. I don't want to say like that. That sucks, man. But at the same time, that's good because I got a uh, what's the dude? Uh, uh, Lavishka. Lavishka. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm like Lavishka and Marvin Jones gonna get the bumps. Pretty much, you and know? I'm like, okay, cool. All right, you know, that's gonna be a lot of targets. 
But yeah, I, I hope for uh, like speedy recovery for Chark, man. Like yeah, seriously, I got what you mean because you, you mm-hmm. gotta be careful in these fancy streets. People take that the wrong way. Yeah, you got that like right there. Glorifying injuries. Right, exactly. Like nope, not what. Mm-mm. That's not how you get there unless you got a Eagles fan who was talking trash about Dak's injury. And then it's there's no holes barred there. Oh, you gotta dude. let the guns guns go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't do that. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, Amari Cooper. Was is dealing with a hamstring injury. He came, he left the game against the Panthers briefly, then came back. Stephen Jones said that they will monitor Cooper throughout the week, heading mm-hmm. into Week Five. Cooper said he looked he was good, but you know, just on the safe side, they're going to keep an eye on him. But that'll wrap it up for the news. Now let's get into the waiver wire through the wire. Okay. Now, oh, don't do that ever again, man. Don't do that ever again. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to spice things up a little bit, you know? Dog. Switch it up. I feel you. I feel you. Like, All right. You can listen to the show and be like, what's he going to do today? This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that there are some teams out there that are struggling. Believe me. I know. I have a couple of them. You know, you don't play in all these leagues and then you miraculously have all your leagues uh, winning. It's highly improbable but even if you have a losing record it's not over so i stress it do not give Mm. up you still got plenty of moves to make hit the waiver wire make some trades you might have to trade your best piece to get more pieces to add more fantasy points to your squad it sucks you may not want to give up that christian mccaffrey who's not doing anything for your team right now but if you can get a good return for him it might be worth your while. If you think you can weather it, by all means. I've been there too. Nick Chubb, I had to pull some strings last year with Nick Chubb because he missed mm-hmm. four games. I was desperate. I had to flip Dalvin Cook. It didn't work. But, you know, that happens. In the trade, you never know what's going to happen if the value is going to work out or if the trade is going to work out in your favor. By the time I did it, it was too late. Sometimes it never does. Yeah, man. But that's, but that's fantasy football, man. You got yeah, to take, right. take a risk. Right. So here's a couple of names that I was looking over that you may want to add to your fantasy team, you know, depending on what the injury reports are for a couple of these guys. So let's get into it. With David Montgomery expected to miss time behind that knee injury, Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert. Now you're like, well, who's Khalil Herbert? He's the third string running back for the Chicago Bears. Damian Williams is going to be the next man up. But Damien also picked up a, a, bru, a bruise. Bruce die. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Elmer Fudd <laughs> and Porky Pig. Like, I can get the words out. It's not the tip of my tongue. <laughs> but Damien Williams also picked up an injury, too. His status is worth monitoring heading into week five. Should he not Should he not go? Khalil Herbert's the next man up. What do you do for waivers? If you have the space, take the gamble on Damian Williams that he plays and hope that nobody else picks up Khalil Herbert. Or if you got the space and you have a deep league, try and scramble for both, lock Mm -hmm. them in, and then whoever gets to start, you're going to have them for a little while. That's that. I mean, for me, I don't, most of my leagues have seven spots and I have a couple guys that I'm not trying to flip. 
uh, or drop onto waivers. Yeah, Herbert's pickup percentage is going to be low yeah. for sure. I don't think nobody's going to really uh, keep an eye on him, but but definitely go and put him in your wish list uh, if you can, you know, and just see what's up. But uh, like again, for me, I have Damian Williams uh, in a couple of fantasies as well too, uh, as far as a lock. Look at you uh, thinking ahead. No, nah, but but again, like I said, it's it's the fact that I'm not going to put Damian in. You know, I'm, I'm going to monitor for that. You know, Tom. You know, we'll, we'll see what's up with the day come as the days, uh, you know, progress. But uh, for Khalil, you know, like I said, just kind of put you know, hit that star. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hit that star, that little wish list. Uh, you know, for Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't if automatically go ahead and scramble for him though. You know what I mean? If you're on CBS, you hit the little binoculars too. Yeah, the yeah. Remember that, Joy? <laughs> yeah, I remember that, Joy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> now, same thing for Joe Mixon. If he doesn't go in week five, Samaji Piran would be the immediate backup. Right. Now, I feel for him. Definitely go ahead and grab. Seriously, man. I feel like, dude, they should just go ahead and just start pairing. Like, seriously, dude. I, I feel like Piran's more of an upside man than Joe. That's just me, dude. But I'm just a hater. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I know. I. You you speak from a place of disdain. I understand, dude. <laughs> I can't, man. I, I I just want a shirt that says I hate Joe Mixon, dude. Now, seriously, I, <laughs> I hate Joe Mixon. You know what's funny? Real quick, mm-hmm. that was the struggle a lot of people had coming into this season because everybody knew, you know, with Giovanni Bernard leaving, Mixon was going to get a lot of work, and it was like, all right, Mixon is going to get the volume. That's great, but Mixon also gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, do I want to grab him because he's going to get the volume and opportunity and take the risk or not? And then, like, I, I, I'll i be honest, I lean towards taking the risk, but I couldn't grab him in any of my fantasy leagues. So I was like, okay, you know. Doug, I'm trying to tell you, man, I've been taking risks year after year, and I realize now this year that the man is Mr. Glass, cuz, <laughs> and I can't, dude. I don't want to no more, dude. I'm tired of taking risks, man. Mixon is like I feel like I blacklisted Mixon from picking him at all, dude. Matter of fact, there was a couple real quick. There was a couple of like of uh, uh, drafts that we've been in, and that Mixon was right there in front, right when I was it was my turn to pick, and I said, "Bleep no, I'm not doing that, cuz I'm not doing that ever again." Nah, uh-uh. And I just took the one right under him, cuz I'm like I'm good with that. Yep. Every time, dude, it always mixing always falls, and I don't want to get him, dude. He's like, nope. I, people, people getting the people getting the message. They don't want they don't want to deal with that no more, dude. I, I understand, I understand. Um, if now I will say this: if I had to pick between Damian Williams and Samaji P. Ryan, Damian Williams gets the priority for sure. Um, just because you know what your you know what the injury is at least with David mm-hmm. Montgomery, he's going to miss some time. Whereas Joe Mixon is considered day to day now, he could come, he could play this week, and or he cannot play this week, and they, you know, they play safe with him, but he right. will play the following week in week six. So that's something that you should keep in mind if you're when you're setting your priorities. Now, tight end, it's kind of thin. You're basically playing hit or miss if you don't have. You know, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. You don't have none of the big name guys. It's like kind of shaky. Dalton Schultz is a tight end that you, we told you to add if you checked us out on the fantasyfinest.com. I believe we had him on our waivers last week on the um, waiver article. Dalton Schultz is kind of cooking right now. Second week in a row, he had, uh, he's been balling. Six of eight for 58 yards and a touchdown against the Panthers. 
he's still teetering around that 50% mark of rostered leagues. So if he's available, you should add him to your team, especially if you need a tight end or the tight oh, for end sure. that you have is not doing anything. Robert Tanyan. <laughs> you got Yo. Oh, yo. They talked him up so much. They did, dude. And Aaron <laughs> Rodgers it has like tunnel vision. He just throws everything to Devontae Adams. And I'm not mad at that because I have Devontae Adams in a couple of my leagues. But God, Jesus, yo, there's other lying. people to throw to. <laughs> Holy crap. And then, and then oh, what, what bugs me the most is that he threw, he, he threw seven targets. Tanyan's way in the last game. And he only caught two of them. Yeah. Now, I mm-hmm. think that was on Rodgers because Rodgers is looking – he was looking shaky against the Steelers for yeah. a little bit. Come on, dog. You just can't. You just can't. Any 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 White House man from Green Bay is like – besides like, uh, you know, uh, his bread and butter, man. It is just you, – you really can't – you know what I mean? Because it would be like, oh, oh maybe uh, next week is going to be uh, Cobb. Or next week like, – you can't. You really can't say, man. You know? Mm. You can't say. No, you can't. That's that's a crapshoot after Devontae. Yeah. Now another guy I think you should be prioritizing to add is Cameron Bray. Um, he didn't have a great game against the Patriots in Week Four, but I don't think that you should let that you should, you should hold that against him too much. You know, you could factor in the weather. Brady kind of took it easy on the Patriots. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he, I. It's funny because I was talking to my mom about this because we, t- me and my, me and her talk football, and she'll call me after the Cowboys games. Um, and I spoke to her Monday. Yeah. I, Brady took it easy on the Patriots. I think you he think did. so. Yeah, he he's got a soft spot, and I'm not gonna go off track to it because it's still I'm gonna circle it back to Cameron Bait. But I think he took it easy on the Patriots. Nah, dude, this, this ain't no drama, dude. No, you I don't know think why? Just... You've done so much, and I'm gonna make this short. He done, he's done so much with the Patriots. I don't think there's a lot of beef with Bill Belichick. I think Brady just wanted to move on and do something fun on his way out, and that's what he's doing with the Patriots. Uh, not the Patriots, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a totally different player, personality wise. Than he was with the Patriots, and I like Tom. I like this version of Tom Brady. But when he got up there, I I was like, yo, I I was expecting him to blow the doors off of him. And then mm-hmm. once the game started, I'm like, nah, he not. They was running the ball a lot. Like Tampa Bay wasn't running the ball like that until for sure the Patriots game. Now they want to run the ball. They taking a couple of shots. Brady was looking off. I'm like, oh, he's got a soft spot for these guys. No, I ain't trying to hear that, dude. This ain't no Korean drama, dude. This is the first <laughs> thing is like you you you're gonna get off your game plan and get off the high horse that you've been doing for the last couple of weeks, man. You know what I mean? And that's utilizing Brady's passing like that to 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 utilize the, to to go with the run game. Yeah, you don't want to do that all the time, dude. And you barely. What was the score, man? Because I mean, they, I feel like that was such a low scoring game, it was like man. Nineteen, seventeen, something like. Yeah, that. you know what I mean, like, dude, you barely got through that. Come on, cuz. He, he was still going to win, though. He wasn't going to take yeah. the L. Yeah, but it's still, man, that's still dangerous, man, especially if you're trying to do a back-to-back run with Tampa Bay, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. But Come back, on, dude. <laughs> back to Cameron Brait. While O.J. Howard got the start, Cameron Brait was the more involved uh, tight end of the two in the past. Mm-hmm. Howard saw no targets. He also didn't fill in for Gronk when he went out in week against the Rams. 
that was Bree. Snap shares, it was kind of close, 50 to 51 in Howard's favor. But like I said, Brait saw six targets in that game. He didn't have a great game, though. But I would say looking fo- going forward with Gronk out, Brait looks to be the guy who's going to get those uh, those more important targets. And I think he had about two uh, goal line targets in, in mm-hmm. the game against the Patriots. So that's where he's going to make his money. And he get the Dolphins in week five. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a perfect game to rebound on. Oh, for sure. While Brady is chewing. He's, I think he's going to destroy the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Come on. But we'll, <laughs> we'll say that for later. Brady's only rostered in 3.3% of NFL leagues. So if you're leery, if you're still worried about O.J. Howard kind of lurking in, um, at the very least, he's worth a stash. Like I said, tight ends thin. There's not a – there's probably not a bunch of options out there um, outside of a, maybe a couple more like um, Dawson Knox. He ball, he's balling up in Buffalo. Right. And um, Tyler Conklin in Minnesota. They're getting a bunch of – he's getting a lot of work too. He had seven targets against the Cleveland Browns. That game was horrible. You ain't lying. <laughs> it was like both – it was like Baker and Kirk decided, you know what, man <laughs> – we was partying <laughs> last night. I don't know who I'm throwing the ball to. It was ugly, <laughs> dude. Dude, I started. Man, listen, that game had me nervous because I had a. I was like a, a couple guys, man. I had uh, on my fantasy. I'm like, okay, are, are we are we doing this today, man? Like, you, what's what's uh, going on? <laughs> I feel so bad because I had Odell Beckham as mm-hmm. one of my starts for the week, and and he saw the targets, but Jesus Christ, Baker was missing him like he ain't every ever played time, with him dude. before. Yeah. Yep. Good lord. All right. I was like big. I was like big on his uh, rookie season or something. I don't know. That man. was not a great Baker Mayfield game at all. Facts. And my last guy that I um for my waivers, Van Jefferson. Rock, okay. He's rostered in one point six percent of NFL leagues. He's out there for the taking. He played over sixty five percent of the snaps the last two games, and has saw six targets in the last two games, six targets apiece in the last two games. And he was cooking against Arizona over mm-hmm. 100 yards and a touchdown. Six, I believe he was six for six. He didn't drop a pass. And sadly, I think he's eating into Robert Woods, man. Robert Woods still and, is out snapping him, but yeah, sheesh. And I don't want to see that, too. It was me owning Robert Woods, man, a couple leagues as Who well. man. It's like, dude, I, I – Oh boy! Yeah, man, listen. I need Robert to get involved, man. Because I'm like, they need to be sending like six guys at Cooper Cup because he's shredding them in September. For real. He, I mean, I got him on my fancy team too. So yeah, don't do that. Don't send six guys. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Cooper Cup alone, but just get Robert Woods involved. But Van Jefferson's been balling. I think he's at, he's worth at least an ad, and then you can throw him in your flex spot. Now. Buy low targets. If you're not familiar with this term, it's basically you're trying to make a trade for players who are in a bit of a funk, who have been having a you know a couple games they've been kind of stinky, and it's like, yo, these are prime guys, but they just haven't been having good games. Now, it's going to take some finagling, and if you don't know what that bird means, Google it because I, exactly. I I don't have the definition in front. But you know, it's kind of like you gotta haggle, you know, get your GM on, talk get talk that silver tongue talk, because you're gonna have to make a trade. It's gonna have to be a nice offer to get these guys 
some of these guys away from their owners. So, like, my first guy is CeeDee Lamb. Now, mm-hmm. I know you're thinking, like, oh, nobody's going to give him up. That's true. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is a good – he's a big name. He's in one of the better offenses in the league. But he, right now, he's in a bit of a funk. Only three targets for 66 yards in Phil, against Philadelphia in week three and only five targets against Carolina in week four. And he only had 13 yards in that game. Right. Now, see, this would be a perfect opportunity to try and get CeeDee Lamb in a trade um, because his value is a little bit lower. But I've come – I will say this. I've come to notice that people, certain people, value the name, and that kind of balloons players' fantasy value. They don't look at, you know – what they're doing right now, the hope is they'll turn it around and, you know, they'll, you know, continue to improve later on in the season. Right. You This comes down to knowing who's in your league because everybody isn't like that. That's why I do the swindlers list by low targets on the fantasyspines.com. You can check out that article there. But every owner is not the same. You got a lot of guys – for those guys that that balloon fantasy value because of name, you have the other side where they panic. And if they're losing and they have C D Lamb and they're you know, they're in, in bad shape, they may be willing to make a trade. So these are one of the guys that you should be targeting this week. Get that trade done. Try and, you know, sweet talk them a little bit like, yo man, C D Lamb ain't looking too good. I, <laughs> I got what you need, bro, because I got wide receivers on the bench. You know what I'm saying? They they cooking right now, but I want CD. And if they desperate enough, they might bite. Chris Carson is another one. Carson facts. Now, what was puzzling was Alex Collins was getting bought, was getting the work in the game uh, yesterday. Ooh, I forgot who Seattle was playing. Seattle was playing the 49ers, and Alex Collins scored a touchdown. Chris Carson. He had, thir- he had 13 attempts for 30 yards. And I, and his, his snaps was around 40%. Like, what? I don't know what's going on right there. Mm, yeah, right, and right. It's like they're trying to lower his snaps, I guess, maybe to take care of him. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's floating around 13, between 13 and 16 carries a game. Like, what? Yeah, it's... That sounds about right, man. I mean, you, you got to be uh, – I don't know what it is, man. I think it was, that was like that last season as well, too, with Chris Carson, man. But, you know, I mean – This one's a little riskier mm. because, you know, you don't want to get snake bitten by the, the lack of work that he's getting. Right. But if you need a running back, this will be a guy that you should buy low on. Um, get it, You know, that's that, that would be the angle I work. Yo, man, you saw Alex Collins out there taking work from Chris Carson. <laughs> like, I don't know, dog. That might be a trend that might be going south. You might want to, you know, ship him over here. I got what you need. I got a couple <laughs> Yo, man, you got to work it, man. You can't just sit back and, and let, let people slide. Got getting get in here. Yo, dog, Chris Carson. It ain't trending the right way. I read this, this, and this. It ain't looking good. But guess what? You look like you need a wide receiver. You look like you need a tight end. I got Dalton Schultz over here because I got Travis Kelsey. He ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
you like you need a tight end. Cause uh who you got? <laughs> you name some bummy tight end. <laughs> you got Robert Tanya. <laughs> you got Robert Tanya on your on your Come on. As man. Starter, he ain't doing nothing. But you know, Schultz <laughs> over here, he cooking right now. Schultz for Chris Carson, which is you know, <laughs> but I mean, just, just you, you have to work it. You can't just sit back and hope for the best because sometimes that, that hope don't come. <laughs> then you're looking at six losses, seven losses. Now you're out of the playoffs because you didn't make a move. That's true. You got to make a move. Miles Sanders is another guy. What in the world are the Eagles doing? They refuse to run the ball. And that's why I did not want to. And I have him. He's been sitting on my bench for the longest, man. I'm like, I, I can't put him in any situation. I want to. I really want to, but I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, because of, of these these play calls is like it's it's not favorable for him, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, what do you want to do? You get you you gotta. Oh man, you gotta you definitely gotta sell. You know, nine, see what's up. Nine carries over the last two games. Seven targets over the last two games. And what's funny is that in the in week three against Dallas, he averaged thirteen point five yards a carry on those two mm-hmm. carries, two for twenty seven. And he refused to run, to run the ball. I think Sirianni was like, you know, we knew that coming into this game is going to be a shootout, so we had to get ready. I'm like, what? That's the last thing you want to do. You don't want, you don't have the you, what is that? What is that uh, gift that mean? Uh, you don't have the facilities for that big man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all not built like that. Y'all not built to shoot it out with people. Mm-mm. Y'all not built like that. Y'all got one wide receiver, two tight ends. The other one just decided he want to play with y'all. The best bet is to run the ball with Kenny Gainwell, with Miles Sanders, help Jalen Hurts out, keep, keep him from throwing 30, 40 times a game. He doesn't need to do that. Get Jalen Hurts involved in the run game too, and you'll be a little more dangerous. But Miles right. Sanders' lack of lack of work over the last two games makes him a good buy low target. And hopefully the Eagles get their heads out of their behinds and try to run the ball going forward in the season. But low risk, well not low risk, but he's not an expensive piece that you should be looking when you look to trade him. You know you ain't got to. I don't think you have to pony up too much to get him. You know what right. I mean? Especially after, I mean, what what would be the counterpoint? If I come to you and I say, I'll give you, and I'm just throwing out names because I'll give you Elijah Mitchell mm-hmm. and Emmanuel Sanders for Miles Sanders. Is that a yes or no? You know, most likely it'll probably lean towards yes. I mean, you know? Elijah's going to be coming back from the shoulder. Yeah. You know, but. He's already outproduced. Has he's already outproduced Miles Sanders to this point? No, for sure. Maybe, and that, that's a little stretch. I might be a little facetious on that, but he's coming into it. But you can see the coming, potential, yeah. Yeah, he's got more upside right now. He's going mm-hmm. in the right direction as opposed to Miles Sanders. And then right. Emmanuel Sanders is has been balling the last couple. Of weeks course, dude. With Buffalo, so you, my man hasn't slowed down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. That's that's just something you have to you have to get into work. Like Mark, do you have anybody that you would? Targeting on your bylo, on, on this, this, on this, yeah, this one I've been, I've been using dangling, you know, to see if uh, anybody would definitely, uh, you know, bite. Uh, one is Tyler Lockett, um, of course, from the Seahawks, man. The last couple games, matter of fact, the last two games, um, 
it was a week three against Minnesota week and, and then this week against the 49ers man was all four receptions so he's been slowing down of course with the uh the, the resurgence of uh DK you know and I feel like that um um what you call it man that Russell Wilson's blanket is DK you know um yeah. it, it's it's just like I said it's just the whole this the whole Seahawks offense a little bit uh a little bit funny man to in, in my opinion you know because again you know I was I was so happy to see you know, Tyler been uh, putting that work in, especially weeks one and two, you know, week two specifically, man. But now with the, with the whole slowdown, he's like, you know what, man, I can kind of put that out there. And you see like, hey, you see, you see the potential with Tyler Lockett, man. You know what I mean? You see what he did in week one and two. That's why you got to go do early because see if he can pick up a couple, you know, a couple good pieces, man, for Tyler, you know. And, and I feel like that should be uh, that should be making for a good trade right there, man. Tyler Lockett is definitely a good, a good trade bait, man, for anything yeah. right now. Like, I'll do it right now. You know, before uh, things get out of hand as the weeks go, but yeah, yeah, because again, I, Seahawks uh, offense, man, is, is uh, haphazard all the time, in my opinion. Yeah, that first, the first two games, 100 yards against the Colts, 178 yards against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, you know what Tyler Lockett can get into, man. Right exactly. now, exactly, you sell it. He's in a bit of a funk, you know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely. Come get this dude. He's gonna be a problem. You know, Russell's mm-hmm. gonna cook in that first half of the season. May not lead with that because you know, if you leave with the first half of the season, they might oh well, Russ, he petered out. Just like him. <laughs> <laughs> you might shoot your own trade in the foot. Facts. Facts. <laughs> but that's conversely too. If somebody has a Tyler Lock has Tyler Lockett and you want him, you know, you know the risk of what Tyler Lockett can do. He's gonna give you weeks where he just blows the doors off. And absolutely, you know, right now. Because of whatever record or whatever situation a, a fantasy manager is in, he may be more prone to give him up. You just got to know what to what to say and how to get the deal done. But yep. we got more buy lows coming in. We're going to have a whole uh, – my swindlers list is going to have a couple more guys on that. I'll be dropping that later on in the week. So make sure you check out thefantasyfinance.com and uh, check out all the work me and my guys have been putting down in there. Um. I think that that wraps it up for this episode. We talked about everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. I, I wanted to put this out there too. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do a grudge, not a grudge match, but like, I, oh, I need. Oh man, a, I, I need a segment for like when me and you and or Asa or either one of us play each other. That's yeah. got to be like battle week or something to that extent. Like, I got I got something floating around in the head. But I, I need to I need to think. Of, see, see, see what see what we need segment. to do. Yeah, what we need to do is uh to to get a little uh uh again just a a, a really wild recap, man. You know what I mean? Because I remember uh what I used to do is um you know those uh those little freaking fantasy uh, recaps of weeks and all that too. And I missed that, man. I was like I just had a lot of time on my hands, man. I was just doing like just straight a fantasy recaps. If you ever jump to the fantasy league with us for those that are listening if you ever jump to the fantasy league with us what we used to do is uh just go week by week of all the teams and uh just go ahead and, and i'll just say some stupid stuff man or whatever you know uh that should be that that man listen i don't know what idea you have man but uh well, you know that's that that sounds like a good idea i think you know we need we need to get something going on man when we face each other man for real we'll talk in the chats you know, okay you know i'm done with that but that'll wrap it up for this episode thank you guys for listening I hope that we have helped you kind of talk you off the ledge with your fantasy teams. 
don't panic. Don't give up, man. Don't give up. But that'll wrap it up for this episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platforms. Check out the show. We got another one dropping later on in the week for our Thursdays, our Thursday, uh, Thursday night football, our pickums for week five. We recap week four, um, and, and we'll we'll do the tally because we talked about it a little bit, but we still gotta wait for Monday night. So when this John when this John drop on Tuesday, you know we'll have the final results from the Chargers and Raiders game. But that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys for checking us out. We will see you again later on in the week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.